0: And it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go ahead, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Highly recommended by me and everybody else here at the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Hello wrestling fans and welcome to the We Can't Wrestle podcast on Podbean Nate and Kyle are here with you with the modern product edition. I swear, I swear to God, at some point we're gonna do the classic edition. We haven't had one in a while. I know, I know, listeners, we are gonna, we are gonna do it sometime soon. It's just a matter of getting uh, real life work schedules hammered out um, with Aaron's job, my job, Kyle's job, all of that stuff. So that is coming. And par-
1: we're in throwrobbing season, so fucking lay off.
0: Yeah, lay off. There's a lot of shit to talk about over here. Yeah, and we We're
1: are, the fucking road to
0: WrestleMania. In the second half of the show, we will be doing our Royal Rumble predictions tonight to uh, get ready for the big show this Sunday, starting the WrestleMania season. Um, but we'll talk about some news, some late-breaking news. I don't know if you heard this or not, Kyle. Uh-huh. Two, two TNA mainstays are leaving the company, apparently. Really? Sanjay Dutt and Abyss, and rumor has it that they have both signed with WWE. Really, Abyss, after all this time, finally signing with WWE. My question is: has the has the shark jumped on Abyss going to WWE? Like, is it too little, too late?
1: No, I don't, because I don't think they're going to make him Abyss. Right. I, if they're smart, they wouldn't make him Abyss. Almost, I mean, Sanjay Dutt, let him be Sanjay Dutt, but if it was me and I was Chris Parks, I would be like, fucking do whatever you guys need to do. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think
0: I think with him, and I don't know, you know, I don't work for the WWE, so I don't know for sure what what their approach will be, but if it was me, he's a veteran, uh, he's a name, he's not a major name, but he's a name in the business. He's almost one of those guys that I would say, let him work with the younger guys at the performance center, and just have him on the NXT roster, he wouldn't even need to go to the main roster, in my opinion. No. You know,
1: but if, I mean, for, to, the, to his credit, he was—he's great at psychology.
0: Yeah, well, and, and and my biggest thing with him, as far as like the main roster goes, is if you were talking—if this was seven to ten years ago. And TNA was still a decently hot product, and Abyss was still a decently hot character. You could have done that Abyss Undertaker match, right? But I think that the ship has sailed on that. And at this point, I think if Taker's working, Taker's just going to work with somebody, probably that he's already worked with. You know, just I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I. I think I think it's cool that Abyss would be coming to WWE finally to see what happens. And I mean, and Sanjay Dutt, eh? Whatever. I, I don't know. I just never. I've never been a huge fan of him. He's not bad, but
1: he'll be. He'll make a good good staple like in Two Hundred Five Live. And mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, it's it's you know, he was one of those guys that was there with like AJ Styles, Chris Sabin. Pete Williams and stuff. I mean...
0: Saban's a guy I wish would have got a shake in WWE at some point.
1: Yeah. But... Maybe something will happen with AEW or... I don't know. Speaking of AEW, have you heard that there's apparently a lot of wrestlers asking for their release? Well, the
0: rumor was that the Revival asked for their release. Um, and there's also a rumor going around that... Uh, uh, I think Dolph Ziggler has like a month or two left on his contract, and he's he's looking to not renew his contract. Um, so, Dolph Ziggler could be heading AEW way. I mean, if you call, we call it you know guesswork or whatever, but I would assume just with the fact that AEW has money and they're probably the hottest property. Other than WWE and wrestling right now, and they haven't even had a show yet. Most guys that are going to leave the WWE are probably going to wind up there.
1: Yep. Well, and like I said, with Dolph Ziggler, no, no offense to him, but he's fucking lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. What more can he accomplish in WWE yeah. that he hasn't already accomplished? And, and, I mean, it might be good.
0: And that's one of those. <laughs> that's one of those things that is a problem with not having a territory system anymore, or not having a bunch of wrestling companies anymore is you have somebody like, say, Dolph Ziggler. Guys, guys now, you know, back in the day a guy would work for five or six or ten years and build a character and and everything and build a fan base and then he'd go to the WWE and then he'd still have another five to ten years in the WWE. Whereas with, you know, nowadays, guys start in the WWE like Dolph Ziggler, you know, they start there and then you get ten or fifteen years on and it's like, wow, we've seen everything we can possibly see from this guy.
1: And like I said, because, you know, if you had put Dolph Ziggler in that the Dolph Ziggler that's now, if you put him in the ring 10 years ago, he would be the biggest star in the world. Right. But the fact is that it's a little too little late. I mean, he, you know, now that he's finally clicking and he's on firing on all cylinders, it's like, well, okay. <laughs>
0: You've done everything that, you can do with the guy, really.
1: I think that's where Drew McIntyre was smart. Fucking lead for a mm-hmm. while.
0: We can't miss you unless you're gone. Yep. As Jim Cornette always says, that's what Cornette says was the best thing about the territories is, you know, you you're there, you're in the territory for a year and then you start getting a little stale. So you leave and you go somewhere else where nobody's ever seen you before. And now you're brand new again. And then maybe a year later, you can come back. But we can't miss you till you're gone. <laughs> yep. So um, well, I'll
1: tell you something that I haven't missed since it was gone. And that was fucking edgier programming on WWE. Fucking how about that for a segue
0: Fucking
1: Christ man (laughs) All I've seen here uh, recently is Oh there's a reason to watch WWE Raw and Smackdown again (sighs) The fuck (laughs) Seriously like this is That's the thing that pissed me off the most about it Is like that's what you gotta try to do to get ratings Right Is that fucking Alexa Bliss with her shirt off? Like, what the fuck did that have to do with anything?
0: Or that stupid... You know... The worst part... uh, The worst part of SmackDown last week... Was that stupid thing they did with uh, Mandy Rose and Uso. With the little hotel room skit. It was... I don't know. And it's not even... I'm not offended by it. And it doesn't... It just To me, it serves no purpose. The no, whole, the whole... are,
1: it's 2019. You can go on the internet right now and fucking find porn and fucking, you know, <laughs> enjoy yourself all you want. You don't need that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're talking about women's revolution and everything else. It's honestly, between you and I, I'm more pissed off about this than about them going to fucking Arabia or whatever. Right. Like, at least over there, it's like, hey, look, you know, we don't want, we have our rules about women. At least they're up front and forward about it. (laughs) They're not backhanding, you know. Mm -hmm. That's why I always joke with everybody, and I don't mean to be political, but I I joke with everybody else. I'd rather see the KKK than fucking the, you know, behind closet door fucking racist that we have in this country. At least they're front,
0: you know, at least they're up front about it. Front and center, and not no, get, not yeah, getting, you know, what not, they stand for. Yeah, not getting caught on tape, brother. Um,
1: exactly. I mean, Goddamn, <laughs> hey, it's like it's the same thing with this. It's like, you, okay, fine, if you're gonna say women are, you know, being taken serious, my God, we're talking about Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey in the main event of WrestleMania, and then you're gonna turn around and pull this shit, <laughs> and then turn around and say, oh, we're coming out with the women's tag team division, you know, and here's well, the new titles,
0: and not to mention it's the the players aren't the right players and the like i said the shit serves no purpose um it didn't it didn't it didn't enhance the story at all it didn't do and i'm specifically i'm just using the the Mandy Rose uh Jimmy Uso thing as an example but it it doesn't serve a purpose it didn't fire me up to see Mandy Rose versus um uh, Naomi. Naomi. I almost said Cameron. I got I got my wrong my wrong there, but it it didn't it didn't make it none of that made me want to see those two fight each other. It was it was stupid. Um, no,
1: there's a reason why the attitude era died a long time ago.
0: It was it, it and and I know I know you're you're um. You're less of a fan in the Attitude Era than I am. It for me it was fine while it lasted, but once it was over, it needed to go. That's how I felt about it.
1: Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the Attitude Era when things were edgier as far as the promos and blood and stuff. But I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I don't need to see fucking women wrestling in goddamn pudding. I don't need to see that. Right. Like right. I well, said. It, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's um
1: Especially when you're fucking out front and saying like, "Oh, we're giving women the chance." All right, cool. Give women a chance, but then don't turn around in the next breath and be like, "Oh, there's Alexa Bliss naked." Right. <laughs> like she did. As you have a character like that that has built herself up to what she is now, and it's like, really, that's what you're gonna fucking do.
0: Now. What I will say, what I wanted to ask is because i I don't know about you, but and we because we we're we're actually catching up because we didn't actually get to do a show last week, so uh, you saying Alexa Bliss made me think of this I wanted to ask your opinion because i I personally think it's funny, like I got a kick out of it so you <laughs> last week you did you watch the raw segment with Alexa Bliss and Paul Heyman
1: yep. I know exactly where you're headed with this.
0: That heavy machinery dude is cracking me up.
1: <laughs> For all you guys, go go watch some of their shit next. They're he is so goddamn funny.
0: He is, he is, and and then the next night with the segment with the uh, with the the protein shake, and the the segment with the protein shake in and of itself was kind of stupid. But that uh, that Otis dude, isn't that his name, Otis? Yeah. That Otis dude cracks me up, man. He's just like
1: pretty lady that, that's... He that's he's pro wrestling's uh chris farley He is fucking funny
0: <laughs> i do like it now
1: he is, this this is i think the more improved version of uh jesse and festus
0: yeah yeah well and i like the fact that um that his partner's sane yeah you know so they're not both <laughs> they're not both crazy Um, It kind of like – like I always liked, you know, and I think it kind of gets – it's to me, one of the most forgotten really good teams, at least for me of all time, is William Regal and Eugene. Yep. I love William Regal and Eugene together. Just Eugene being Eugene and William Regal being – William the Regal, a great man, and yes, and it was. I thought it was a great thing. I thought it. I thought they did a good job together. I wish they would have had a longer run, actually. But um, so the next, the next uh, breaking news, I guess, topic that I wanted to talk about that I saw, Ringside dot com is reporting that number one, Bam Bam Bigelow is a lock for the Hall of Fame this year. Good. Yes, way past due, and then and then for the celebrity wing, and I'm okay with this. I'm actually I'm 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 surprised it hasn't happened sooner, and I'm totally okay with it. I guess the talk for this year's uh, celebrity inductee is Cindy Lauper.
1: Another good
0: yes, because Cindy Lauper.
1: I mean, you
0: get you got to give Cindy Lauper credit. Cindy Lauper is one of the people that helped put the WWF in the 80s on the map and i mean i I, I like i like wrestling celebrities that are you can tell that they're not just there for a paycheck they're actually having fun they enjoy it they get it examples mike tyson yep you know mike tyson
1: you jeremy piven
0: (laughs) yeah mike tyson always got it regis philbin Got it. Regis Philbin got it. And Cindy Lauper, I put Cindy Lauper in that. since some of that Cindy Lauper Lou Albano stuff and the Cindy Lauper Roddy Piper stuff. I mean, that's some great shit. She was really good for a celebrity getting involved in wrestling. And she never looked down on it, you know. And she
1: let Roddy Piper kick her. <laughs>
0: right in the fucking head.
1: <laughs> it fucking kick started the whole fucking wrestling rock connection. Mm-hmm. I mean God
0: if anybody ever ever gets a chance, uh, I know this is the current product, but whatever. If you ever get a chance, try to find some of the stuff also on WWE Network of Cindy Lauper and Lou Albano. It's like the most entertaining Lou Albano shit ever, and Cindy Lauper's great with him too. So, but those two are rumored inductees, and then um, you brought something to my attention the other day about the po- a possible Hall of Fame inductee.
1: Apparently according to the rumors now again this is just rumors it's not anything for sure but apparently uh emails were sent out to people with the wwe network saying that superstars is now on the network from like 92 and it said uh relive fantastic moments from hall of famers the undertaker Shawn michaels rick flair and people picked up on it said wait a minute what Undertaker Hall of Famer, and then they immediately went back and changed it, uh, and sent out new emails. So <laughs> is that something? Is Undertaker being inducted this year?
0: Is that a spoiler alert? <clears throat> I,
1: your guess is as good as mine. Was it a mistype? I mean, I fuck. Who knows? But it,
0: well, what I read after the fact, um, they reposted. Well, in the in the rest of the emails they sent out. Um. They put they replaced Hall of Famers with the word legends. Yep. So. Yeah, interesting.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, like, who knows? I mean, if anybody fucking deserves it, it's him. Mm-hmm. And I mean. Just because he goes in the Hall of Fame doesn't mean he can't wrestle again. We saw that with Shawn Michaels. So. And
0: Kurt and Kurt Angle. Yep. So, yeah. so
1: I don't know. Um, one thing I did want to bring up real quick uh, is from New Japan and Kenny Omega. Um, finally watched uh, Wrestle Kingdom 13. Okay. Uh, very good show. Fun show. Uh, I'm willing to put money on that Kenny Omega is leaving. New Japan. Whether that means WWE, unlikely. Probably more AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you saw anything from Wrestle Kingdom.
0: I I saw, yes, I did see highlights. I have not actually okay. seen the show yet, but I did see Esen- highlights.
1: Essentially, uh, Kenny Omega come out, <coughs> and he came out, his original music, his real music played, and then I'm not sure how many people are familiar with the the video game um, Undertale. Mm-hmm. But essentially in Undertale, it's that you can show people mercy and and it's the first RPG game where you don't have to actually kill any enemies. But they did it, his entrance in the stylized version of that. And the song they use is, the, is the final song on the final boss of the game. And they had a little a little like homage or whatever to that video game and stuff. And it just played out that Kenny Omega's leaving. That this was his last hurrah. And then when you watch him come into New Japan, he comes in like a man that knows that this is his last. Mm-hmm. You can just see it on his face, him indulging in, in the moment.
0: Well, and I think, to be honest, that if he would... Be staying, I don't think he would have lost that match. I just, I don't, I don't see him losing if he's not leaving,
1: you know? No. I think that you saw everybody put everybody over because mm-hmm. they are leaving. I don't see him going to WWE. I mean, never say never. Right.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know. I, For me, it depends on... What i I want to say? To me, it would depend on what... Is Kenny Omega at the point where he's willing to take a risk with his buddies and start a company? Or is he at the point in his career in his life where he really just wants to settle in and make some real money you know i mean cuz with WWE you know it's kind of like AJ Styles it's like well it's time for me to go there it's time for me to cement my legacy make some really good money for a few years and then stop you know it it's time to it's time to not have to cuz in WWE you don't have to um destroy your body to get attention you're in the wwe so you've already got attention you know i mean it's 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 not like it's not like mick foley and and steve austin and all those guys that were trying to build the wwe back up into a juggernaut and just destroying their bodies in the process WWE guys now work that style, and WWE's very careful with, the, the, you know, because they've so much we know about concussions and injuries and everything now. A guy can go there, wrestle at 60% of what he wrestled at in the Independence or in Japan, make really good money, and still look really good, you know?
1: Yep. And, I mean, AJ Styles is getting that glove money exactly exactly yeah, no and i mean you
0: can't blame them. and i think that's i think i think overall i think that's what made daniel bryan decide to re-sign with the wwe because you know you've got you've got the best doctors in the world at your disposal you don't have to destroy your body um and you can have a legacy and the money's good and for him, with the with the with his neck the way it is and everything the way it is anyway, why not work in that bubble? You know, yep. Why why take the risk of going to Japan and working that style or going to the Indies where you may one night work with some guy that isn't a pro? You know what I mean? And that guy could fuck you up or whatever. So, I mean, I think I think that that's where I wonder where where Kenny Omega's brain is.
1: If if now again I, I'm not getting omega but if it was me I'd go to the WWE make that fucking sweet fucking sunglass money yes fucking <laughs> merchandise the fuck out of my name and be just be done with it because <laughs> I mean it's not going to surprise me I and I hope all I really hope the most for AEW I really do but mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, we're going to see the Young Bucks in the WWE.
0: Competition's good for all of us. And, you know, I mean, another way that they could be looking at that... I hate to say this because I hate to think that they would be looking at the company that they're starting and already thinking about if it fails. But by starting this promotion and, like you said, the Young Bucks in WWE... By starting this promotion and making waves, even if it does not succeed, even if two years from now it turns out to be a failed experiment, they will have upped their value. Oh, yeah, absolutely. With WWE, you know, and upped their value in the business.
1: The thing that gets me with Kenny Omega is the fact that nothing's been said. Mm-hmm.
0: Other than... I was reading this today. I'm trying to find it while we're talking about it. Uh, the, uh, the One Hour Tease Twitter page. Um, they announced that there are going to be six elite shirts released at selected Hot Topic stores in the near future. The shirts include Hangman Page, Cody... The Young Bucks, Marty Skrull, one that says The Elite, and a t-shirt for Kenny Omega. Now, whether or not that ties into AEW, you know, I don't know. But it's it's being announced, and it's this group of guys, and they're promoting... Now, Skrull isn't signed with AEW yet either, but I'm almost positive that um, I, he, I I think he's going to be one of those guys that leaves Ring of Honor and goes to AEW. Right. Um, you know, because the, the elite guys are kind of his boys, and he tends to run with that pack. Um, But I don't know. I mean, that's, that's just
1: a little thing that I saw today, just a little blurb that made me. But you, and you would think, though, that if – If he dropped the title in New Japan and he's, you know, pretty much wrapped up there, why not announce that you've signed? Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Unless he's playing everybody and, you know, he will after the Rumble just to get speculation up. Right. Drive his name value up.
0: I mean, and to that end... To that end, could he... Could he sit out until double or nothing? Could he just sit out until double or nothing and let the speculation ride? And then show up at double or nothing, you know? I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the game is here. I don't know. And I don't know how much... Because we as fans all sit around and talk about these hypothetical things. And we as fans sit around and talk about how... Oh, this would be cooler. That would be cooler. What's going to happen with this guy? Or what's going to happen with that guy? Do we even know that Kenny Omega? I, not, not. I don't want to demean him and say that he wouldn't be on WWE's radar. But do we even know that signing Kenny Omega is that important to the WWE? Right. You know. I mean,
1: and, uh, do, that's what makes this this time of year fun. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> of all the speculations. But I guess if, if you don't have any other news or anything else talking about speculations. the Well, the Royal Rumble predictions.
0: Yeah. We'll do that after our break. All right, because
1: like I said, I've been watching some of the past weeks. So I got some stuff that might surprise people.
0: <laughs> there is one other piece of news, one other piece of news that I think is, is substantial enough to talk on the show about.
1: Bruce Beefcake's getting in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Thank God, it's about fucking time.
0: Oh wow, I just, <laughs> I just felt, I just felt a shock wave coming from Aaron's house. I don't know what that. He must have had a feeling. It came through the snow here in Ohio and the slush. A Hogan's
1: life. back, so yeah, brother, we got to. Speaking out. of which, we're, we're recording this on the 35 years. Yes, 35, 35 years, years
0: since Hulkamania was born. Hulk Hogan defeats the Iron Sheik at Madison Square Garden. The air, the Iron Sheik, you know, he's he going to take that Hulk Hogan jabroni and break his fucking arm for my teacher, Bern Ganya. Yeah. I can't bite I, the hand I, that feeds
1: me. Ah, the Sheiky baby. I told Mr. ganyan no.
0: I told him no, I cannot, bite, I cannot bite the hand that feeds me.
1: That's the man good to me. <laughs>
0: The other, the one other thing I wanted to mention, just as a uh, side note, I don't know if you saw this or not, I read the news today, um, Aiden English is now joining the 205 Live broadcast team. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Is he, is he injured, or is he just... It doesn't say in the story that I read, um... The whether or not he's he's taking a back seat to his wrestling career in doing this, or it doesn't say, it really doesn't say. It just says that. uh, um, Let's see, two o five live. General Manager Drake Maverick, because WWE obviously talking about on their website or whatever. The the McMahons have been shaking things up on around SmackDown Live, so I'm gonna follow suit. Aiden English is an active superstar and is very opinionated, and I believe those opinions and perspective will add to the current commentary team, only adding to the entertainment value of the most exciting hour of television. So I guess we'll see if um, I guess we'll see if uh, if he makes any more wrestling appearances on SmackDown in the meantime, or if uh, this is a permanent move for Aiden English. I think he'll do a good job at it. He's got a he's got a good personality and a good voice. Yeah, so, hope it works out for him. Whatever his uh, career endeavors are here, it's got to be better than Simon Gotch. <laughs> now, Simon Gotch, I'll tell you what, uh, I'm a, I'm a, you know me. I watch the MLW show. He's actually kind of come into his own in MLW. Um, I, I like him a lot more there than I did in WWE. I can say that. But anyway, we'll take our break. We're at about our 30-minute mark anyway. And when we come back, it's the main event. We'll talk about the Royal Rumble pay-per-view, or I'm sorry, the Royal Rumble WWE Network Special (laughs) coming up this weekend. And uh, we'll be right back with more of the modern product edition of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. All right, wrestling fans, welcome back to the We Can't Wrestle podcast, a modern product edition for, yeah, this will be airing on uh, January 24th, 2019. Nate and Kyle here with you, and um, just want to remind you a few things here. Don't forget to like and share our Facebook page, and share it, share it with your friends, let them know about the podcast, we appreciate your support. And another person that appreciates your support is Jerry Gray. Um, A great old-time wrestler from the Mid-Atlantic area, the Mid-South area back in the 80s. Um, Really good wrestler, battling stage 4 cancer right now. And I do, uh, at least a couple of times a week, try to post his GoFundMe on our Facebook page. So anything you can give to Jerry is greatly appreciated on behalf of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. We appreciate it. And fuck Jake Roberts. So anyway. Fuck Jake Roberts. Fuck Jake Roberts. Fuck him in the goat ass as Adam Sandler would say. So now we're going to talk about this Sunday's Royal Rumble pay-per-view. It's WrestleMania season. We're coming into the Royal Rumble. It doesn't seem like it's been a year since the last one. It seems like it's been five years since the last one. Uh, This year, 2018 kind of drug in the WWE to me, and I'm hoping 2019 is going to be better. (laughs) I mean, that's all I can say, you know.
1: I got to say that this year, I'm excited Mm -hmm. for the Royal Rumble. I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited for WrestleMania.
0: The Rumble match itself, which we'll get to later, I don't know who's going to win, and that is exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, It's nice when you don't have an obvious winner. But the first match we'll talk about, two matches have been um, put onto the kickoff show, and one is pretty disappointing. (laughs) Uh, To me, that it's on the kickoff show. Last year's Royal Rumble winner, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Rusev for the U.S. title has been bumped to the kickoff show. I don't know if you heard that or not. Uh,
1: uh, mm, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a fucking travesty. It's a shame. But I will give them credit, give people a U.S. title match. Maybe it brings more people to the pay-per-view. Right. If you have a, you know, a title on the line that actually kind of means something, but a match that kind
0: of means something. My thing about Nakamura is it's just, to me, he's one of the biggest sad stories in actually the history of that company. Because if you look at, Shinsuke five years ago, he was the hottest wrestler on the planet. He was like Kenny Omega right now. And five years later, we're looking at him facing, and no offense to Rusev, and no offense to the U.S. Championship, but we're looking at him facing Rusev in a U.S. Championship match on the kickoff show. And to me, it's just, its its it, it speaks more to the fact of Shinsuke's WWE run has been travesty to me a a terrible misuse of a good talent
1: could it be vindictive or could it be a telltale sign that maybe shinsuke is going to aew
0: and that has been talked about i think he's another one whose contract is up sometime this year um so i mean that's that's also a possibility he could go to aew there's also been talk that he may just head head back to japan um and, you know, I mean, he would be a big boost for, for New Japan. Uh, the Japanese love him. Yep. So, so a prediction on this match, I I think Rusev retains
1: in this yeah. match. I think Rusev retains too. I think <sighs> we've seen about all we could see with Shinsuke as U.S. champion right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's time for Rusev to kind of... Take that title and see maybe what he can do with it.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, Rusev is, is a WWE. Rusev's not going to be a travesty because WWE created Rusev. So I think, you know, he's got a bright future.
1: And maybe company. we'll get to see what we talked about years ago with fucking Rusev becoming Americanized. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, like I like the McDonald's hamburger. <laughs>
0: All right, and then another match that's going to be on the kickoff show: the cruiserweight championship. You've got Buddy Murphy, Kalisto, Tazawa, and Hideo Itami. Buddy Murphy is, to me, finally getting his due. I thought he was he was terribly underrated, especially when he was in his tag team with Wesley Blake. I always liked Blake and Murphy. And the past, the past, like, uh, probably two or three months since he's been the champion, to me, he's had the best matches of his career. He's actually, him as champion has actually got me regularly watching 205 Live again. And I think Buddy Murphy is the shit, to be perfectly honest with you. I think that guy is fantastic.
1: And I hope he retains on Sunday, and I think he will. I think he will, too. I don't know why. This just fucking jogged my memory, but we missed one crucial, important thing about the modern product. Okay. The fucking edgeheads are back together. Oh yes. <laughs> I'm excited about it.
0: Yeah, I, I was gonna bring that up actually, um, and I forgot too. I don't know what about Blake Murphy fucking jogged my memory, but it did. <laughs> Zach, well, he he kind of does resemble Kurt Hawkins a little bit. They have the yeah. same appearance. Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins back together again. Um, I think that that's one of the things with, with AEW coming around, whether WWE wants to acknowledge it or not, I think that there are going to be people that in the past 10 years, 5 to 10 years, they've misused that are good talents that they are going to start using again. Because Mm -hmm. they don't want to lose people. You know, Zack Ryder, I mean, Zack Ryder pretty much became an afterthought. And now they're working him back into a big storyline and et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, like I've said before, competition's good for everybody. The talent, the fans, the companies, everybody. As a matter
1: of fact, this AEW and everything else is going to lead into something later on. I got a bull prediction, so. Oh, all right.
0: Well, the next match we'll talk about will be on the main show. It's the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, and I gotta say, okay, so it's the Bar versus the Miz and Shane McMahon. The reason I didn't talk about the 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 uh, well, I didn't talk a lot about the Raw and SmackDown specific shows during the the first part of the show is because I knew it would come up while we were talking about the pay per view. I am actually, because coming out of the World Cup thing, I thought Shane winning the World Cup and the whole Ms. Shane McMahon thing was kind of lame. They actually have pretty good chemistry together. I'm actually enjoying them in their, you know, greatest tag team in the world thing or whatever they're doing. Um the best in the world. I, 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 I've liked this. I, I've actually liked their, they're two good performers. They have good chemistry. I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of Shane McMahon being in the ring at 40 something years old and everything. It's just kind of silly, but in this kind of a storyline where he's in a tag team with the Miz, it's actually working for me. Yep.
1: Yeah. And boy, man, they're, they're not talking about crown Jewel anymore. It's the fucking world cup, ain't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm I think the Miz and uh Shane McMahon are gonna I think they'll take the tag team titles and you'll probably see the bar and the fucking Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think ultimately this is probably leading to the Miz versus Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. That's what I'm assuming anyway. Um that they'll probably split at
1: some point. I don't. I don't see them splitting too soon. Maybe SummerSlam.
0: Oh, you think you're going to go that long? Yeah,
1: I. I think that maybe at first the, the idea was WrestleMania, but the fact that you know seems to be getting over. Why not write it out? Right. True. True.
0: And like I said, I mean, I, I'm. I'm not against them. I'm not against them winning the titles. Um, I'm a fan of the bar, but I'm actually to the point now with those two where I'm ready for them to break up. Right. And and I don't say that a lot nowadays because I, I complain a lot nowadays that they put teams together or whatever and they break up in six months. And it's just, you know, it's not like the old days where they left people together for a couple of years and then they broke up. The bar's been together long enough now. I think that they, it, it's 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 time for them to broke up. They actually broke up out of, or they came together out of necessity. Um because Seamus had Seamus can't wrestle a lot of singles matches because he's got that spinal stenosis. Um, that's the entire reason he was put into a tag team, apparently, um, and taken down a notch from being like in the world title scene and everything. But I think you could still work. You could still work a feud between the two of them, and then if you needed to put Seamus in another tag team, that's fine. But to me, Seamus and Cesaro's run its course, and I'd rather see them against each other now. So this may be a good way to break them up, possibly.
1: Right. And like Mm. I said, you know, you got people. It'd be cool to see him and Seamus and Drew McIntyre together. Yeah. Yeah. Have, like, an Irish, you know, and maybe have Becky Lynch and, like, make a stable or something. It's it's hard to say. I mean, again, this is speculation, but.
0: It's, uh. It'll be interesting. But yeah, I say I say Miz and Shane McMahon walk away with the titles at yep. the rumble. And now we roll on to Asuka defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Becky Lynch. <sighs>
1: <laughs> this could go one of two
0: ways. Yes, and that's that's where I was going. <laughs> I I my thing is I don't think. It depends on how they want to do this because we're probably looking at at Rousey and Becky main eventing WrestleMania, which is a good a good idea. I mean, I hate to diss on Charlotte, but I'd rather see the the one on one match than the triple threat. Um, just because. I don't know. the The triple threat to me seems a little cluttered, and I'd rather just see one on one. I don't think Becky wins the title because I think after Mania, there there has to be there has to be a way to get her and Ronda on the same roster, unless they're doing champion versus champion, and and some kind of a unification match or something. But. If if you're still going to have SmackDown Women's Champion and Raw Women's Champion and you need to get Becky to Raw to face Ronda Rousey, then
1: why put the title back on Becky? And why put her in that where she may not be in the Royal Rumble then?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know. Because
0: yeah. that was kind of my thing is if she's going to not beat Asuka... And probably some kind of chicanery, you know, with, with Charlotte or something or something happening with the man. I don't think Becky I don't think Becky gets pinned.
1: But probably I disqualification. Right.
0: I don't think Becky wins the title, and then like you were kind of alluding to, Becky probably shows up in the women's rumble match, wins that, and then you head toward Becky and Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. Right. Um it would I mean and if they do the Women's Rumble again last this year, it would uh, send the fans home very happy if Becky Lynch won the match.
1: Oh, yeah, you'll see the exact opposite of when Roman Reigns won <laughs> in Philadelphia. Absolutely. People will be fucking turning over cars out of happiness. <laughs> Either way, they turn over cars. Jesus, these people. They just so. can't.
0: So, yeah, like I said, I don't know what the exact finish is, but I predict Asuka still remains women's champion and probably goes into a rivalry with Charlotte after the pay-per-view. Probably. Then the Raw Women's Championship match, I think it's a foregone conclusion. Ronda Rousey will beat Sasha Banks. Yep. They haven't done a really good job with the feud, to me. Um, and I'm I'm a oh. huge Sasha Banks fan. Everybody knows that. Sasha Banks is... Is and, and God bless Becky Lynch. I think Becky Lynch is great, but since since Sasha Banks has been around, she's my fam- fam- favorite women's wrestler, bell to Belle. But overall, this feud has been, to me, done pretty
1: poorly. And hopefully, Sasha Banks doesn't have a fucking wardrobe malfunction.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think Would we're... And I thought it was funny. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, we got to see Sasha's ass." It's like she's wearing fucking pantyhose, you dipshits, <laughs> you fucking idiots, fucking perverts. God damn! <laughs> Put it in your pants, there, Jimmy. <laughs> Jesus, I'll tell you the fucking way some of these fucking fans and people act. It's like, act like they're fucking horn dogs that never.
0: Yeah, like. You you read some of the comments online, and you're like, man, I just I wish I was near you so I could mace you.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jesus.
0: So, I think we're in agreement Ronda Rousey retains. Yep.
1: I think, I think, uh, I truly think that Sasha's going to get more offense than we've seen anybody with Ronda. Mm-hmm. I don't a, think it's going to be a squash.
0: She'll get a good match out of her too. I mean, yeah, Sasha's a good hand. They'll have a really good match, I think. Um, but I think it's kind of like I said. I just think it's a foregone conclusion that Ronda wins. And, um, luckily, luckily, I think for for Ronda. I hate to say this, but luckily they're going to be in Phoenix and not somewhere like on the East Coast, like Boston or Philly. Because I think with it being WrestleMania season and those kind of crowds, she is on the cusp of probably starting to get booed. Because wrestling fans are... Modern wrestling fans are the worst people in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they are. And, you know no matter how much cuz i mean people could say what they want i think that being you know a novice at this and this is her first year doing this full time i think Rhonda's done a great job but i just she's
1: been there every week yes
0: and she's 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 improved in the ring she's improved in her promos um she's improved in her psychology but modern wrestling fans are idiots and assholes and i just i see the booing for her coming soon.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm just glad that they're probably going to be in a crowd that won't be as hostile for this. Because that was what I was afraid of, if they were going to be on the East Coast or something for me. Because, I mean, at Mania, they're going to be in New York, and there's no doubt in my mind, especially if she's going against Becky Lynch, Rhonda's getting booed out of the fucking building. Oh, fuck, yeah. She's getting the Roman Reigns treatment. (laughs) at <laughs> Wrestlemania so <laughs> that's without a doubt so now we roll on to the WWE Championship match which should be a good match it's going to be Daniel Bryan defending against AJ Styles and personally I see Daniel Bryan retaining the title <sighs>
1: Yeah, I...
0: Th- a- AJ, AJ is a big one That's that they're talking about. Is he going to re-sign or is he going to go to... AEW. AEW, and I, I personally think he'll re-sign with WWE. Oh,
1: I think he's going to, too. He's Vince's...
0: But I also uh, think, just looking at the way that television has been lately with the Daniel Bryan character... I feel like Vince McMahon really likes this Heel Daniel Bryan. And I think Heel Daniel Bryan retains the title.
1: I'm gonna say that I think that you're gonna see some type of bullshit. Not that I don't not someone's gonna not not that someone's gonna come in and, you know, um cost AJ Styles to match, but I think you're gonna see like an all out brawl. Mm-hmm. It's gonna end in a no contest or something. I think I can see them holding this off until WrestleMania.
0: Continuing, you mean continuing the feud? Yep. Well, I don't see that, but we'll get to that when we talk about the the Rumble. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I, I, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm calling Daniel Bryan to win, and it ties into. My Rumble prediction. So okay. we'll, we'll get to that in a few. Either way, I think it's going to be a great match. These two haven't had a bad match. I don't know if these two are possibly are, are capable of having a bad match. Oh God, don't say that! Each other.
1: <laughs> God damn it, don't fucking jinx it. Hold on, knocking on wood here. <laughs> on wood. No, it's gonna. I I hope it's a good match. I I just I don't know. Maybe maybe you see something with Rumble. I don't. But I just don't see. I just don't I, I see them, you know, on at Mania.
0: The Universal Championship, which got a shake
1: up. I'm actually I'm actually excited about it now. I am too. I, was, I will say though that I thought <laughs> fucking Braun Strowman was trying to put the fucking door back on the
0: limo. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> he was like uh sorry <laughs>
1: pretty much. It just fucking falls back down. He's like, Ah, fuck. I,
0: what, now, here's my thing. I wonder, was he taken out of that? Because, see, they said originally, the, the word going around was that he was taken out of the match because of an injury. But then on Raw this week, he wrestled Finn Balor in, in a match that was longer than a minute. Right. So, was he taken out because of an injury, or was he taken out because they realized that it had no heat?
1: Probably um, had no heat. Here's what I'm thinking. And what Okay. I, mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, what I was just going to say... Dave Meltzer for what it's worth Dave Meltzer reported that Brock Lesnar has enjoyed I guess having matches he enjoyed his match with Brian he enjoyed his match with AJ Styles he's enjoyed having matches with with like you know the David and Goliath kind of story and he actually requested a match with Finn Bálor
1: Yep so take that for what it's worth Here's what here's in my personal opinion this is the thing that, you know, maybe it's not way out of left field, but I I believe that Finn Balor's walking out with the championship on Sunday. Mm. My reasoning for it, and maybe I'm way fucking out there, but mm-hmm. my reasoning for it, he pinned John Cena. Okay. He been he pinned Baron Corbin mm-hmm. the same night. Vince McMahon comes out and says, have you ever heard of the Goliath versus, uh,
0: fuck David, and Goliath. David, David, thank yes. you.
1: David versus Goliath. Have you ever heard of eel? Ver... Have you ever heard of Earl and Goliath? <laughs> <The> Earl? <laughs> I think we're going to see the demon mm-hmm. Sunday and I think he's walking out with the title. I think with AEW around the corner, I don't think anybody wants to see a WrestleMania with Brock Lesnar as a universal champion. I think people are getting pissed at the fact that he's gone all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that this shakeup with AEW, I think a few weeks ago, yeah, fuck yeah, the plan was to have Brock, uh, Brock Lesnar as the champion. Mm-hmm. I think this whole shakeup in record lows and stuff, I think we're going to see a new champion. I think they're going to change things around.
0: I, I don't. I, I see your point. I don't. Um, I don't think Finn is going to win. But what I will say is, I think that the point of this is to make. I think this match is going to make Finn Balor. It's going to. This is gonna. This match is going to be structured to bring Finn Balor back up two main event status so that he can be a big star going forward. Fair enough. I think, I I think, I think he's going to be positioned to put up, you know, it's going to, the match is going to start with lots of laughs and smiles on the faces of Paul Heyman and and Brock Lesnar, you know, that condescending. And then he's going to, you know, kick Brock in the mush or something and then we're off to the races. And I think that, I think that's going to be the point of this match. I mean I think it would be cool as fuck, like you said, if the non expected victory for Finn Balor and he beats Brock Lesnar.
1: I think he's gonna catch Brock. I think I think you're right, they're gonna walk in. I think Brock's gonna, you know, underestimate. Finn I just I go back to Rawl, the fact that he pinned John Cena mm-hmm. clean. And John put him over. They don't happen a lot. And the, the people who have been John Cena have gone on to superstardom. Right. It feels like Vince is very much behind Finn Balor right now. As
0: as what, you know, I, it's funny because I, <clears throat> I am, I like Finn Balor. I think you and Aaron both might be bigger fans of his than I am. Um, but I do really like him and I do think he deserves a shake. I just don't know if... I don't know if this is... Hmm. I almost think that you need to start with this Brock Lesnar match and build him back up again, if that makes sense. No, right. You start with this match and give him some credibility in this match, and then, you know, over the next six, eight months, you build him up, and then maybe he's ready again at SummerSlam for a run with the title. Um, but... I mean, then again, putting the title on a guy that maybe needs some time to grow maybe isn't a bad thing because, quite frankly, you've had a guy the title on a guy for two years that doesn't even show up, <laughs>
1: you know. Just, so yeah, imagine, I mean, <laughs> imagine if he walks out and beats Brock when nobody else could. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna thrust him. And the big thing, too, is if Finn Balor walks out, Royal Rumble, with that title, the fuck happens in the Rumble? Right. Because everyone's like, oh, it's Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Well, mm-hmm. if can, Finn Balor walks out, all bets are off.
0: Mm-hmm. Makes it even more unpredictable. Um, which, to that note, if that was the case, I would love to see... At Mania, because I mean, if the women's if the women's match is going to be the main event anyway, you can kind of take a risk with the the men's title matches. Um, I mean, it would be cool to see. It would be cool to see one of three. Like, and we'll get to the Rumble match in a minute. But I mean, you know, if you could do Finn Balor and Seth Rollins at Mania. Or Finn Balor and Dean Ambrose at Mania. Or Finn Balor and Drew McIntyre at Mania.
1: See, I think that would be a great match.
0: Yes, I do too. And, and, I mean, they've had matches before that have been good, but imagine them putting together a match for the WrestleMania stage. So, yeah, I mean, there's lots of possibilities there. Unfortunately, I <laughs> I don't, I, you, you believe in miracles, <laughs> I do. I and think... I just I just don't see it. I, like I said, I see this as being... I do see them building a foundation with Finn Balor here. And I really do think he's going to have a, a more competitive match with Brock Lesnar than quote-unquote kayfabe Brock Lesnar expects. But I just don't see him walking out with the title. I hope I'm wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah. I... I my my money is on that we're gonna see the demon and he's walking out. But I hope you're right. I, uh, come next time we talk, I can either say I'm wrong or (laughs) I'm right. (laughs) But yeah, I like I said, I. It just it seemed to me that with Vince coming out saying, because that's what it was. It was Brock basically and Heyman being like, (laughs) yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and Ben's coming out in that whole thing of David versus Goliath. Mm-hmm. What happened in that story? It's like, uh, sums up there. Maybe? It's not They didn't just throw that out.
0: So now we move to the Royal, let's go with the women's Royal Rumble first. And, and okay. I'll just, I'll just run down the names that have been us, uh, um, announced so far. Ember Moon. Natalia, Sasha Banks, which I don't know why they put Sasha Banks in the rumble match when she's fighting Ronda for the title, but whatever. <laughs> Bailey, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan, Mandy <coughs> Rose, Sonia DeVille, Alicia Fox, Zelina Vega, Charlotte, Naomi, Tamina, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Dana Brooke. Lana, Nia Jax and Nikki Cross. Now, my prediction, by the way, Nikki Cross the main roster.
1: Yes. Exactly. I'm very
0: happy about that.
1: I don't think it's going to be Bailey and I don't think it's going to be uh Sasha Banks because rumor that I heard and read online is that they want to do Trish and Lita versus Bailey and uh Sasha, Sasha. for the women's title. Tag oh, team titles tag team
0: Hmm, that would be fun. Right. Now, of all the women that I listed, if you listened, folks, back when we were talking earlier, I don't think any of these women are going to win because I think Becky Lynch enters and wins the match. I think Becky Lynch is not going to win against Asuka. She's going to enter the Women's Royal Rumble. She's going to win it. It'll probably come down to her and Charlotte. And then she's going to go to Mania to face Ronda. That's my call.
1: If if Becky doesn't enter it, who do you think wins? Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ember Moon.
0: Okay. Why do you say that? Because I don't think that I don't think they've done near what they could with her since she joined the main roster. For as talented as she is,
1: I don't think that she has. They have either, but I. I feel like they've, they've held off on her until they could start to tell a story with her, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. I think... I,
0: and they do do, that. If, they do, do if, that a lot now. They bring somebody up from the NXT, and then they leave them in the doldrums for like six months, and then they expect that we're just going to get with the program when they decide to push them.
1: Right. I think... Yeah. I think Asuka versus Ember Moon, if Oscar retains, mm-hmm. sounds like a pretty goddamn good match. They've had the history in NXT. It's
0: a possibility. Uh, it's a
1: possibility. Because, really, hmm, I don't think Alexis Bliss is going to win it. No, she's not even in it. Yeah, she is. Is she? Yeah, they. she announced uh, this past week on Raw that she's...
0: I guess I missed that when she was...
1: It was It was at the tail end of that whole fucking skirmish with all the women out.
0: Oh, and the reason I missed it is because once that garbage started, I, I hit the fast forward button on Hulu. So, yeah. there you go. That's why I missed it.
1: <laughs> yeah, at the very tail end she said, <laughs> she wa- oh yeah, by the way... I'm... I
0: guess that's why she wasn't on my list. Okay.
1: Yeah. She said, by the way, I'm entering the in the women's rumble.
0: I thought she was still hurt. So, well, good. I'm glad she's going to get back in the ring because I thought she was still injured. So, um, so now we move on to the 30 man Royal rumble match. The names announced so far, John Cena with a question mark next to his name. Cause is it, is his injury a work or is it a shoot? Because they say he got an ankle injury during that four-way match last week. So I don't know if his injury is is a work or a shoot. Uh, So we got Cena, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe, Drew McIntyre, Kofi Kingston, Big E, Xavier Woods, Apollo Crews, Baron Corbin, Elias, Jinder Mahal, Bobby Lashley, Jeff Hardy, Andrade Amos and our truth.
1: Well, there we there you have it. You said it right then and there. Apollo Cruz. Oh, there's the man right there. Yeah, he's walking out.
0: <laughs> and there's not a lot of announced entrance, which means there's gonna be
1: a lot of surprise entrance. Which I'm I'm ready for. I'm hoping. I'm okay, look. You know, I know I know it's, it's not going to happen. But how fucking cool would it be to fucking hear Roman Reigns' music play?
0: That actually would be cool, for once, <laughs> in the Royal Rumble.
1: <laughs> like I said, I don't think it's happening because, you know...
0: Yeah, um, no, I, I've heard... And I haven't really heard anything about about his how he's doing or anything in the past few months, so... I mean, I haven't seen anything. All I've se- the only thing I've even seen reference to it, as far as an interview or anything goes, is I know, um, I think it was on Chris Jericho's podcast. He just mem he just all he said was he had talked to Roman and Roman was fighting the fight. He didn't give any specifics or anything, so we really don't even know what's going on with the guy. No. Um, but um, now see, here's where we go back to what I was talking about earlier with the WWE Championship match. And the reason I think Daniel Bryan, and I know I've talked about this on the show before, and I'm still steadfast, because there's a lot of room for surprises in the Rumble. I think Daniel Bryan retains, because I really do think Batista's going to win the Royal Rumble this year. And I think we're going to get Batista and Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. I don't think Seth wins. I think Seth wins his number one contendership at, at the Rumble, or at the Elimination Chamber. My prediction is Batista to come into the Rumble and actually get the fanfare they wanted him to get in 2014 because he's going to go against a, a heel Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. That's my call.
1: I think it's a good call. I think it's a smart call. I think a lot is going to depend on. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I think a lot is going to depend on if Hunter is going to have be okayed for it.
0: hmm See, and that was the thing before Hunter got hurt. That wasn't my call because I I I was pretty sure from everything I'd read that they were going to do Hunter and Batista, and obviously they planted the seeds for it at the SmackDown One Thousand. Um, but I have that's another thing. I haven't heard anything about Hunter's injury, so I don't know because last I heard he he wasn't gonna be ready for mania right So, and that could change. you know, Hunter's the cyborg like fucking <laughs> Cena, you know what I mean? He's like Cena like something that would put you and I in a body cast they they're like you know, a couple of Vicodin and they're in the ring.
1: <laughs> now, here's something I want to bring up, mm-hmm. okay. I Batista's coming back. Yes. Okay. One of two things I think may happen. If I think the, the match that we're going to get at WrestleMania, if it's not against Daniel Bryan, it might be Batista versus Brock Lesnar. The Beast versus the Animal. Right. And that... That could happen too. I, and that's one of those things. does it need the title. That match does not. So that's why I'm saying, like, what? What if? What if you have Finn Balor win, and then Brock Lesnar goes on to face Batista for the just in a one on one match? I mean, that's you know,
0: mm-hmm. that's money.
1: I mean. Fuck it yes. Talk about their time in OBW. You talk about.
0: Well, they, and they, that's two guys. You, you don't have many matches anymore in wrestling where the two guys have never crossed paths and never wrestled quote unquote, just like we did in, back in the day in the WWF WCW days. What I'm trying to say is you don't have dream matches anymore. Nope. Because everybody, it's all been one company for so long. And and with the brands and people jumping ship and WWE being able to do whatever they wanted to do with, with brands and where guys wrestled, almost everybody's wrestled everybody anymore. Batista and Brock Lesnar have never wrestled, to my knowledge.
1: I don't think they have. And like I said, just the fucking tagline, the beast versus the animal. Right.
0: And it is a possibility. I mean, but... That's
1: what makes this year so fucking cool.
0: There's no... There's no... Uh, okay, so I, I, we we went with your hypotheses there. So are we both saying Batista's coming in and winning the Rumble this year? Is that what we're doing here? <laughs> or did you have another call for your winner?
1: I, I'll preface this by saying... I don't. <sighs> hmm. Batista probably will win it. Mm-hmm. My my best case scenario is that Drew McIntyre wins, and you have Finn versus Drew, and then you have Brock versus uh, Batista. Okay. And Mania. Okay. And, because to me, now, this is my personal opinion, and again, I don't know if anybody will agree with me or not. But Brock versus Batista will be enough to sell the fucking pay per view. Yeah, well, and, and so with that being the case, especially if it's the first time they've ever met, it gives the chance for the titles to be, you know.
0: Yeah, well, and not just not just a a Batista Brock Lesnar match, but you <clears throat> this year. I think you can you can sell WrestleMania just on Becky versus Ronda Rousey, you know. Exactly. I mean, the the, I, the women those two women have asserted themselves so well over the past 365 days that they they warrant a ticket sale to WrestleMania.
1: Right. I just don't see if 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 Batista wins it my my issue with him winning the Rumble is, is that it's going to be another part timer, right? And I don't think the fans want to see that. And I think WWE knows the fans don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. So why not give them a match that you know doesn't have the title where guys that are on the roster can have that? I lots up in the air.
0: Yeah, and that's what's fun about this year's uh, Rumble season. Like you've said, I mean it's it's. It's it's hard to call this year, and that's not a bad thing in wrestling. You no. know. That's not a bad thing in wrestling. The reason the reason the nineteen ninety two Royal Rumble is the greatest Royal Rumble ever is because when Ric Flair walked out at number one, none of us thought Ric Flair was gonna win the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, everybody thought it was gonna be Hogan or they were gonna make Sid the new champion or Flair was almost it was funny because he's 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 the biggest heel in the business and he almost wasn't in the conversation of winning that match. But he did. And he didn't know, and it was a surprise and it was big a big deal. And and that's what that's that's when wrestling's its its best, is when it's not easy to predict. Right. And you want to talk
1: about getting ratings for Monday Night Raw. fucking Finn Balor walks out, universe champion, that's gonna bring some fucking ratings. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm excited about the rumble. I'm Me too. super excited about it. I think this year, more than any of the other years, I this is the fun year where you can't call it.
0: And that's the best part. That's that's when it's fun to be a wrestling fan.
1: Mania's up in the air. We have a few ideas what matches might be. but
0: And even the ones that are a sure thing, I'm still excited for like Ronda Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch. I mean, I I, I mean, I know that whether it's Char- whether Charlotte's in it as a triple threat or not, I know Ronda and Becky are going to be in the ring together at Mania, and yep. that's exciting. Even knowing that that's going to happen is exciting. So, you know, somebody did something right over the past few months building the anticipation, and I'm hoping we have a an exciting WrestleMania season because there haven't been. Too many exciting WrestleMania seasons in the past ten years.
1: No, and I depending on how Sunday goes, we could be gearing up for a fucking amazing WrestleMania. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. I'm gonna fucking knock on some wood too.
0: <laughs> and and you know, and this is this is this sounds morbid and it's I'm not trying to be morbid, but you know, Roman not being in the picture has really shaken things up for this mania. Yep. You know, I mean, and that's, that's, you know, I hope the guy gets well and I hope he comes back and, and I hope we get to see him wrestle again. I'm not saying that at all, but his, his having to leave has, like I said, it's just, it's, it's really shaken things up for mania this year. So.
1: Well, and and honestly, again, not with you, not trying to be morbid about it, but it's what was needed. Mm -hmm. He needed to be able to go away.
0: It's just unfortunate. Why? (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly. Yes. But like I said, I think once he comes back he's gonna be fucking over.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, he is. Well, do you have anything else for our listeners as we uh ten- no, um, start guys, to wrap up here?
1: Uh hit up the Facebook page. Let us know who do you think is gonna win the Royal Rumble for the men and women. What's your what's your guys' ideas of what WrestleMania might be this year? Be we to wanna hear it. it.
0: You can either hit us up on Facebook or you can email us also at wecan'twrestle at gmail dot uh, We actually do have a few. Uh, I have a few listener questions in the in the in the inbox on the on the email. Um, however, I am saving them for when we do the the classic edition because a couple of them are for Aaron, and it is and even the ones that are for the group. It is fun to involve him in that because he
1: is Aaron. um but yeah if you guys have any questions about the modern product or you know segments you guys enjoyed on raw or stuff that you want you know shoot us an email too we'd love to talk to you guys as well here
0: yes anything you want to anything you want to ask about anything any questions you have things you'd like us to discuss um i am i check the uh i check the inbox at least a couple of times a week so just let us know and uh if you want a response to something, I try to respond quickly, both on Facebook and on the email. So, like I said, like Kyle said, hit us up on Facebook for the uh, the conversation or uh, email us at we can't wrestle at
1: gmail.com. And we appreciate your support. Look forward to uh, the Royal Rumble, guys. The road to WrestleMania has begun.
0: Yes, it has. Um, one last thing. Also, check out the Motley Soup podcast. That's a side note. If I don't do that, I'll get in trouble with the wife.
1: We don't want that to happen. No,
0: no. That could (laughs) could put a big damper on my WrestleMania season.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm telling you guys right now, you know, we are a wrestling podcast. This and the, you know, the traditional podcast, we talk about wrestling. But there's a lot of good stuff on the Motley Soup. Yes. A lot of good stuff.
0: And I'm hoping to... uh, Get both Aaron and Kyle involved in that this year, too. We always talk about it, we don't do it. I'm going to try to do that this year and get you guys in on some of those episodes, too, because I would love to have you guys be part of that conversation as well. Absolutely. I mean,
1: like I said, guys, if you're if you want to talk, hear stuff that is off the wall, crazy. My god, they tried fucking chocolate from what was it? China, Japan. Japan. they tried Japan. come on i mean it's, it's
0: great times <laughs> all right well thank you for joining us on the we can't wrestle podcast modern product edition royal rumble week our predictions are in the our predictions are out there on the airwaves now so you know whether we're wrong or right they're on tape or they're on they're in the cloud so i can't say on tape anymore Damn, Nate, it's 2019, not 1989. But anyway, (laughs) thank you for joining us on the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Enjoy the Royal Rumble. WrestleMania season begins this week, and we're very excited. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week.